Hello. Uh, is this Zach? Yeah, Zach, Andy. How are you? I'm doing great. How are you doing? Very well, my friend. Going down that dirt road. Welcome to Lake Placid, New York's Olympic Village. It's home of the 1932 and 1980 Winter Olympics. Welcome to the show. We are Lake Placid. Brought to you by the Lake Placid News. I'm the editor, Andy Flynn, and we're celebrating all the people that make this one of the best places to live on Earth. Safe care right now. That's what you'll find at Adirondack Health. Many of you have delayed going to the doctor or the hospital during the pandemic, but at Adirondack Health, they've taken specific steps to increase your safety, like streamlining their check-in process, using high-tech disinfectant machines. Bottom line, Adirondack Health makes your safety their top concern. Learn more at adirondackhealth.org. That's adirondackhealth.org. It was a Tuesday, December 1st. I spoke on the phone with Zach Clark of Lake Placid. He and his sister, Cora Clark, are co-organizing the North Elba Christmas Fund for the second year in a row. And they need some help. They distribute toys, gifts, food, and clothing to families in need during the holiday season. So here's my interview with Zach Clark of the North Elba Christmas Fund. Back in 2018, the previous organizers had uh, basically done their time, and they wanted to pass the torch on. So Supervisor Politi was looking for someone. So my sister heard about that, and she talked with Roby, and so then we took it over from there. This is the second this year? Is our, this is our second year of organizing the program. Uh, but the program, after I did some research with our good friend Denise Fredericks, who worked on this for many, many years, this program dates back to the early 70s. Uh, it was started by Father Hayes, some other clergy and political leaders to help out the uh, less fortunate people in our town. So for folks who don't know what the North Elva Christmas Fund is, could you just uh, quickly explain it for me? What do you offer? Basically what the North Elba Christmas Fund does is we try to help out people that could use a little help during Christmas. Um, so we do several things. First and foremost, we send home forms through the school system. And just by knowing our community that we grew up in and that we love so much, we just try to reach out to people who need something, um, whether it be food, whether it be clothes, whether it be toys. And a lot of these people need all three of those things. So on the form we send home, we ask, you know, what does little Susie like? And then we we go and we provide those things. Um, my sister Cora, through her work, has a lot of what we call her elves that will uh, take these lists. We compile them. We go shop wherever we can find the stuff we need. And uh, we, we pile all that stuff up and we hand that out just before Christmas. The other two big things that are huge are the giving trees. Um, Again, this year at the Palace Theater, our cousins, the Clark family, Uncle Reggie, Aunt Barb, and family, they have their tree set up in their lobby this year due to COVID. And on the tree are tags with a, with a it'll say boy seven and some of his likes, or girl nine, and so on. People can go pick up these tags, shop for the gifts. They usually wrap them, return it back to the movie theater, and then we collect them to distribute um shortly before christmas to those families so the, the oh so go ahead go ahead yeah sorry one other thing and last year through the help of adirondack health and tracy wagner at the lake placid hospital 
they set up a tree as well. So there's also a tree in the entryway of the Lake Placid Hospital with the same thing. The, there's a tag there. You go pick up the tag, go out and shop for those uh, those kids, and you bring the gifts back there, and then we collect everything, and we pick it out. So there's two places to get tags this year. Um, the trees are up. The tags will be on them starting tomorrow. Now, the movie theater, will, again, the lobby will be open from noon till 6 every day, so you can go in and pick out a tag and then shop. When you bring the gift back, there are instructions there, bring the gift back to Bluesberry Bakery or Mary Bayou Designs right next door, and they will get it to the clerks to get to us. So the parts of the North Alba Christmas Fund that I'm aware of, because I've actually gone and take photos of volunteers and actually participated uh, in, in some of this, one is the um, the clothing, right? Yes. And, and then, you know, So let's start with the clothing, and then we'll get to the food part after that. So, again, you know, we kind of like we talked about with our church clothing drive, we have a, a several months of winter here. And so, you know, I have two kids, and they go through coats like crazy. They grow so fast, and it's a long, cold winter. So we ask, you know, what do the kids need? They need a jacket. They need boots. Do we need snow pants? So we put that out there, what they need. And um, through donations, uh, monetary, or just by people buying stuff, we get the kids the clothing that they need. Um, you know, my sister writes a, a great letter, and it goes out to members of the community, businesses, just people that we've run into over years, and the, the town is so very generous. Um, they send the checks in, and we put that in the savings account, and that allows us to buy the clothing we need for the uh, the families. And it used to be that uh, you would uh, set out all the clothing, uh, whatever you had, uh, at the town hall, but last year you started doing at the old hospital is that right are you doing that again this year uh yes that's correct for the most part it used to be done through the town hall with the the toys and the clothing but with the volume of people and the traffic in the parking uh we reached out to the town board and they let us use the old hospital uh unfortunately the hospital is not heated no power and running water so this year's uh handout if everything stays on course will be at the convention center above the visitors bureau uh, so that way we can use the parking lot. It's easy in and out, and they have plenty of space there for us to use. Okay, so last year it was at the old hospital. This year at the convention center. So that's a, a new location for the uh, toys and the, and the clothing. Yes, the toys and clothing will be all done right at the second floor of the convention center um, as long as everything stays open and there's not a shutdown uh, from the governor, obviously. We have to, you know, again, play by the COVID rules and be safe and, and just uh, follow the guidelines set out for us. Sure. And what days are th- those being held? In the- uh, right now, we have it set up to distribute the, the toys and gifts and clothing uh, 16th and 17th of December. And what normally happens is we have the family, we give them an appointment. Um, and, you know, so it's only one family in at a time. So it's very, you know, private. So, you know, they can we call them up. They say, okay, you're at 9 o'clock. They show up at 9, and they get their 20 minutes to get their stuff, and then we just keep moving throughout the couple of days. So so how do you find the families? Do, do they find you? Do they contact you, or do you do you find them? Do you have a list? Uh, we've gone off the list that people have uh, produced over several years. Uh, unfortunately, the list grows a little bit, especially this year with everything going on. Sometimes people reach out to us. Uh, again, small town, a lot of people know hey, so-and-so needs a hand, and we get that. A lot of the times it's done through the school system, uh, elementary school, high school, St. Agnes, the churches. 
they'll say, hey, this family needs a little extra help this year. Um, so there's enough enough people that reach out to us to make sure that we, we don't miss anybody, or at least we try not to. What if what if they haven't reached? Uh, somebody hasn't put them on a list, and they they're uh, you know they just got um, uh, done with their job, and and they're just newly they need help. Uh, do you have a number or an email that people can call? Yes, you can. Uh, you're more than welcome to reach out to me at my email e m m a d e l y n six at yahoo dot com or my sister e m m a r j co at roadrunner.com and, and sister cora just to let people know cora, my cora. sister cora that's yeah. cora's email yeah. yep okay and yeah you can always reach out to us there and cora has a number here her home number leave a message on the machine 518-523-1606 if that helps uh, let's move on to the food part because i've uh, i've helped distribute some of those food boxes for christmas uh Normally, uh, in the past, uh, that those boxes have been put together at the uh, at the town garage, town village garage. Uh, I, did you do it differently last year? Again, last year we did it too. Again, with the volume of people and the space, we moved to the hospital in the old sports medicine department. Uh, again, we round up several dozen volunteers to help pack the boxes. Uh, that is one of the hard parts that goes on the Friday. Uh, the, December 18th this year. So we'll get people to get the boxes organized and together. We put the names and addresses on them. And then Saturday morning is when we need the, the community volunteers. They come show up. We give them, you know, a street address, you know, try to get a region, so to speak, put four or five boxes or whatever they could take in their car. And then that's when we deliver that stuff. Uh, this year, again, we have the, uh, Orta is helping us out with the Olympic Center. We're going to distribute the food boxes out of the back of the USA rink uh, because of the space. And that way, again, with COVID, people can kind of pull up, stay in their cars. We will load their cart, and off they go. So that makes life a little easier for us. So uh, I'm a person who'd like to volunteer for that Saturday morning. Uh, I contact you or Cora? Uh, either one of You can contact either one of us for sure. Usually at Saturday nor- morning, at 9 o'clock, uh, we'll start putting the boxes in the cars to get out to people in town. Uh, what we do is first thing Saturday morning, we get again another uh, handful of volunteers to load the perishables in the boxes, all the turkeys and milk and, and stuff like that. We load that Saturday morning, and then people start showing up at 9 o'clock, and that way we can deliver that and get everybody done in a couple of hours. Right. And, and so uh, if I were volunteering, I would be going to the – uh, USA rink to help fill those boxes with turkeys and and bread and stuff like that this year. Yes, if you, if you wish to volunteer to help uh, fill the boxes, again, we can only have so many people. I do have a big list going so far uh, because of the rules. We can only have so many people in there. But to help distribute the boxes Saturday morning at 9, you would just pull up to the back of the U.S. rink. We'll have signage and uh, you know directions and a, kind of like a little loop set up there with the help from our guys at Orta. And so, Zach, you were involved with the uh, with with the winter clothing handout at the Adirondack Community Church uh, around uh, before Thanksgiving, and so you're doing this. Obviously, your family has a long history of volunteerism and community service. Uh, over the years, how have you seen um, these programs change as far as the need, especially with with the COVID pandemic? Do you do you have a, a, a bigger need or anticipate uh, a, a bigger need for the food, for the clothing, for the toys this year? 
Yeah, again, with COVID, much like the church thing, you know, people aren't working or they're working less hours, so they're not making the money. Um, you know, obviously they want to provide the best Christmas for their, their children they can, but they also need to feed their kids. So the demand is going to be higher. We anticipate that. We've already received the numbers. Uh, last year we did pro- approximately 150 food baskets and 165 families with toys and gifts and, and clothing. So this year we anticipate much the same, maybe a little bit more. Uh, again, this community always comes through when we get behind uh, the eight ball. We're in a little bit of a crunch. People are uh, they're donating their time. They're donating gifts. They're rent- writing checks to the Christmas fund. So, again, it's, it's, uh, it's amazing what a small town we live in and how great we are. Well, thanks, Zach. Thanks to you and Cora and all the volunteers. Uh, appreciate your time. Thank you very much. Take care. Go downhill. For more on this story and the latest news in sports from New York's Olympic region, check out the Lake Placid News. We're on stands now. Or, if you insist, check us out online at www.lakeplacidnews.com. Special thanks to Dan Bergren for providing our music. Learn more about Dan and his fascinating story, a life in radio, education, and folk music at bergrenfolk.com. Thanks for listening. I'm Andy Flynn, editor at the Lake Placid News. We are Lake Placid. (laughs) 